prayer is something we do every single day. Whether it's the three prayers of the Shachrit, Mincha and Mariv, or whether it's the daily blessings and brachas that we say before eating food, after eating food, before um, washing hands and so on. But prayer is an integral part of a Jewish person's day. Now, where did these prayers come from? So going back a thousand plus years after the temple's, the second temple's destruction, there was a great assembly known in Hebrew as the Anche Knesset Hagadola, which was made up of 120 of the greatest Torah scholars, the greatest sages at the time. 120 of them and they all got together and out of those 120 sages there were a number of them which were even Nevi'im they were prophets they spoke directly to our creator to Hashem so thinking about that shows us the magnitude of what was going on in that room 120 of the greatest rabbis in their generation. And to comprehend what each rabbi was nowadays is impossible. We can think of the greatest person we've ever met and we've ever known. And then we can maybe imagine what someone greater than him would look like. And be like and act like. But to go back a thousand plus years, where each generation, they get greater and greater and closer and closer to Hashem, to our Creator, is beyond comprehension. So there was 120 of them sitting in the same room. And out of those 120, a few of them were prophets that spoke directly to Hashem, directly to God. And they decided together, they sat down and they instituted the prayers, the wording, the timing, and everything to do with all the prayers that we say every single day, all the blessings that we say every single day. And they didn't just do it off a whim like that. No, every single thing they did was by using the Kabbalah, the Kabbalah, and all the hidden secrets of the Torah. And these words which they decided, and these words which they put together, the sentences, the paragraphs, and the prayer in itself, comes from a very high spiritual place. And it can do wonders, besides for it bringing us closer to Hashem, to God, besides for achieving what we want when we ask for something, whether it's health, whether it's business, whether it's goodness in our life, besides for achieving all of that, it also achieves spiritual things which we cannot really grasp or understand. And this is because those people which were so great, which were in direct contact with Hashem, with God, they knew what needs to be done, what needs to be fixed to bring the ultimate redemption. They built the prayers. And therefore... When a person stands in prayer, or when a person says a blessing before or after eating, we should realize 
that we're doing something special here. We're going back a thousand years, more than a thousand years, when these things were instituted, when they were created, and we are tapping into the spirituality which they put into these words and which they knew would help us and future generations until the time of Mashiach, of redemption. So when we say a prayer, when we say a blessing, we're not just saying words. It's as if we're building castles, cities, and worlds of spirituality, of Kedusha. Now, if we could put on our spiritual glasses, then we would see every single word that we say when we are praying or blessing then a spiritual brick comes out and is laid on top of the castle on top of the world and each time it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and therefore when we have an opportunity to pray which we have three times every single day and when we have an opportunity to bless before food, after food, before doing certain things and after doing things, we should take the time seriously and invest our effort. Because when the redemption does come, when Mashiach does come, we will see, we will be wearing those spiritual glasses which I'm constantly talking about. And we will see what we have built and unfortunately what we have not built. And besides for that, There's certain times and certain places where things have to be built. And it's a known concept. In order for the Mashiach, for the Redeemer to come, the world has to reach completion. After Adam and Eve, Adam and Chava ate from the tree of knowledge, from the eight Hadas, then they put the world into a form of destruction and every single part and place and aspect of this world has to be redeemed and has to be completed back like it was before Adam and Eve, Adam and Chava ate from the tree of knowledge. So therefore each place and each person has a mission in this world to do that fixing and to build those spiritual castles, cities and worlds. Which means, if a person is driving down the road, and there's a traffic jam, and he's stuck, and he cannot move, it's a standstill. And now it comes the time to pray, let's say the afternoon prayer, Mincha. And normally, when he prays, he's in his normal hometown, and he goes to the synagogue. But now, He's stuck on the road and there's nothing he's going to do. If he's going to wait, he's going to miss it. He's going to miss the time to pray. So a person will pray there and then. And I know for myself, when that happens, when I'm in a situation which I didn't expect, when I'm under stress, then the prayer is very different to a time when I'm relaxed and I'm in my comfort zone. The prayer on the road will be rushed, it will be quick, without much thought, without much intent, without kavana. Whereas at home, when I'm in the synagogue, when I'm in my comfort zone, where I usually am, that will be more focused and will have more kavana. But this is wrong. 
If I am stuck on the motorway in traffic, then as a religious Jew, I believe that every single thing, however small to however big, is done for a reason. And that means that Hashem, my creator, wanted me to be stuck on the motorway in that place at that time. And maybe one of the reasons is because this certain spot, this exact spot where I'm standing, has not reached its full potential after the sin of Adam and Chava, Adam and Eve. And it has to be fixed. And the way this place can be fixed is by me praying the afternoon prayer, the Mincha prayer. And by using those words which were instituted by the Anshe Knesses Hagdoyle, the Great Assembly, 120 powerful, mighty, super-connected people to God. They created it with words which I can't even understand their spirituality behind it. And that place where I am sitting on the motorway has to come to its purpose. And my prayers will do that building. So therefore, I should be praying with even more kavana, with even more intent than if I'm sitting at home or if I'm in the synagogue in my local town. Because that place has maybe reached its full potential. Every single person has prayed there and has prayed with intent and with thought. Whereas this spot where I am on the motorway has not maybe ever had anyone praying there or anyone praying with intent with kavana. And it has to reach its full purpose. So it makes sense to say that when a person is in a stressful situation, when a person is in a situation which he does not expect, or which she does not expect, then their prayers and their blessings should be with even more kavana, with even more thought than it usually has. Because they were put there for a reason. And that reason may be to take this spot on earth and take it to its potential. So finally, when the Redeemer comes, when Mashiach comes, and we will have these spiritual glasses, and we will be able to see the castles, the cities, and the world that we have built, we will see a whole castle, and there'll be one brick, and on that brick will be my name, Yehuda Davis. I fixed that piece of the world. I put that brick in. And it was me. But if I am stuck there and under stress, which is very common, I just pray quickly and I don't think much about it. Then when Mashiach comes, when the final Redeemer comes, that brick there will have Yehuda Davis written on it, but it'll be crossed out and someone else's name is going to be on it. Because I had the potential to fix it, but I did not fix it. I did it quickly and it wasn't powerful enough to fix. So someone else got it. And what an embarrassment that will be for me. So this is something to think about. Something to think about. That every single word which we say in prayer or in blessing has so much more behind it than what meets the eye. And besides for that, every single place where we are, we're put there for a reason and to do a mission. And who knows if maybe our mission is to pray with Kavana, to say a blessing with intent, slowly, 
carefully, understanding the meaning behind it and connecting to Hashem, to our Creator at that place, in that moment. And maybe if I don't do it, then maybe I'll forever regret it.